The Big Rap Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rap Show podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 200th episode of the Big Rab Show podcast. And uh, it's been a hell of a road to be able to say 200 episodes. Uh, but I have to introduce you to the rest of the Big Rab Show team who's joining us here for the recording of this episode. Welcome to Andrew Shelley, Aaron McElwain and Deej McIntosh. Hello, lads. How are you? Hello there. All right. <laughs> what about you? Good, good. Now, we are missing Alicia and Jordan as well. The pair of them couldn't join us, unfortunately, for the recording of this, which is a shame, but it is what it is. Now, guys, I'm going to grill you on a load of questions and stuff that we've got from Rab Show listeners, but also a bit of prep and stuff that we've put together for this, this episode. It's really quite special. 200 episodes is years worth of history. And I don't know, a lot of you guys might remember when the Rab Show first kicked off. And uh, we were crying out to get 10 downloads a week. And now here we are, 200 episodes and still going strong. It's ridiculous, really. You know, I don't know. I can't wrap my head around it. But anyway, with each and every Big Rab Show podcast, we always kick off with listener mail. And this week is no different. And this week's listener mail is really quite special because we want to focus mostly on the voicemails that we've got. And we've got a load of them. So let's open the door, of course, to our show sponsor. The first voicemail has to come from Jock Elliott from G1 Reads. Hi, Rab. It's John from G1 Reads here in sunny Kirkcaldy. I'd just like to say congratulations on reaching the impressive milestone of 200 episodes. I know just how much hard work you put into the show, and we're all very grateful for the hard work you do. Keep up the good work. Here's to the next 200 episodes, Rab. Cheers. Yeah, another 200 episodes. Uh, I don't know about that, but hey, <laughs> and I have to say also, it's not just me that does this. That's deliberately why I've brought all of you guys here on the Rab Show team, because it would be fair to say, working for the big Rab Show team, uh, do you want? Do you guys want to put any comments in just to, you know, just tell folks the amount of work that we have involved for all of us? Yeah, well, we're working behind the scenes, but the big Rab Show isn't the big Rab Show without the main man, so... <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest, a lot of it comes down to you and, and Brad, whenever you started this, well, what we'll call it now, a project. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So far reaching. Um, you, you know, I don't think anybody, even from the early days listening, realized how much it was going to grow and, and how much of an integral part it is with pipe bands in general, because... First and foremost, before I joined the team, I did say to you, you know, if I wanted to know news or what was going on in the pipe band world, I, I the only place I would get that was on the Rab Show. That, you know, that's mad. You know, that that's madness to me. Here I am, this week, silly agent in Northern Ireland, picking up news stories and then reading them every week. And then people were using that as like a main source. Yeah, It makes no sense to me. From a, from a band <laughs> point of view, that's, you know, if we wanted to know when the draws were out, you know, we were picking that up whenever it was shared by yourself on the, on the Rab Show page and anything that happened at contests the previous weekend, you know, you were picking up 
all those comments and things that you really weren't aware of, even though you were there, you were picking those up on the Tuesday Night View show and then on the Wednesday podcast. So it, it was very important. And most people would have sent me stuff saying, oh, it's up on Big Rab now. Go on and look. <laughs> there you go so yes there has been episodes from the very beginning where i was recording them in my car i don't know if you lads have actually listened to those uh, I, yeah th- those are some of the episodes i look back on and cringe so we'll talk more about that but i have to say a huge thanks to jock ellie and the g1 reads of course as well for helping sponsor the show they've been with us from the very beginning help pay all of our internet bills which sometimes can be a bit scary but it's great to have g1 to be able to keep the wheels turning and keep the lights on like we say so thank you to jock thank you for your continued support and long may continue all right now aaron you did say that the big rab show podcast is uh growing and it has kind of grown international i have to say used to be at the very beginning we were just mainly focused on the uk and what we're doing here but now we're spreading our wings and going truly international and uh we have quite a few fans i would say in sunny australia who managed to send us in a voicemail. Happy 200th birthday, Big Rab! Hang on, it's not 200 birthdays, it's 200 episodes. Oh. Happy 200 episodes, Big Rab! Huzzah! <clears throat> anyway, it's your buddies here from down under, Uncle Chop. And Honey Bee. From that podcast that shall not be named. You know, that other one. And the other, other one that is 199 episodes more than the other, other podcast that shall not be named. And then 196 episodes more than the Grace Note Vortex. Or was it 194 episodes? 194, that's right. My bad. Who's the Grace Note Vortex again? I don't know. Who are they? Been that long ago. Oh. Too long. Oh. Too long. Anyway, thank you very much for 200 episodes. We've been giving you money on Patreon. And, and well, Honey Bourbon doesn't because he's a tight ass. Yeah. But, uh, yes, so congratulations on 200 episodes. Very excited about the weekly drone to listen to all the whinges. I'd swear in there, but this is family friendly. So yes, very excited to listen listen to all the whinges. Um, you should have heard my wife when she listened to your um, whinging podcast there a couple of months ago. She was screaming and yelling and saying she wanted to be your PR person, like a crazy woman. Oh, so, a, lot, a lot of people were like that. It was very funny, very entertaining show, that one. Had a good one. So yes, very excited about that. Um, loving the fact that you're doing all these online uh, interviews with the likes of guys from Rora and, and that. Um, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed. It's great, great bringing some music to the podcast as well, exposing us, pipe benders to the trad world and ev- everywhere else in between, involving pipe bands or piping in general. It's great. Awesome. All right, Rab, this is a quick one because we're in ISO, so we're not allowed to be more than a metre and a half apart. And uh, yes, so we're doing it at the back of the car in the middle of Melbourne and we have to go otherwise it's a five thousand dollar fine in a secret location of course yes 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 secret totally secret anyway congrats rab well done i can't wait for another three hundred and fifty-eight thousand more that's correct all right be good peace out guys see ya um 358 more episodes at least jock elliott only wanted another 200 (laughs) 
I don't know. Crazy. Th- those guys seem to hit on a lot of different points there. Um, if anything, they're big fans of our new feature, Aaron, which you're a huge part of, uh, Weekly Drone. Can I just add, they're not my opinions. <laughs> no, no. That's, yeah, that's very important. They're not yeah. mine. I am only reading them. And for all of you listening at home, Rob sends me the emails. I don't see a name on them. If there's a name on them, then he keeps that quiet. And if they're anonymous, then, well, none of us know. But I just read them. <laughs> that's, that's it, basically. It. Yeah. That's it. So once, once we get the submission from the website, it doesn't have any details on it. You know, unless you want to put them in, of course, and then we'll see it, but we'll always remove it. But Aaron reading these scripts over smooth jazz has become something of a bit of a, an iconic section of the show. Now, Andrew, what do you think of uh, Weekly Drone, mate? The opportunity as well, like uh, uh, just just to hear from people, like, and even talk about things that, you know, maybe don't want to, you know, be associated with that with anything you know but you know uh, i think it's been pretty tame so far like but it's uh, very very entertaining and and i think worthwhile i've enjoyed them it's been fun possibly one of the biggest ones that we done was uh the one where we have like four or five different weekly drones all on the one subject Deej, did you hear that episode mate and we were talking obviously about the band fees what did you make of that one yeah um i i I really enjoy it, and I think Erin's got the perfect voice that you can kind of yeah, you relax into the anger, <laughs> of, so you can sense people's frustration and whatnot in their letters. Yeah. But Erin kind of he's got the, the dulcet tones to make you feel at ease while listening to the situation. Yeah, he, he can make you... I, I would say droll. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can make people calm when you're like punching them in the head. That's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> If only, if only I could be like that in real life, <laughs> or 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 at a meeting of any sort. <laughs> but I think you know those guys. They they hit on a lot of different points, I suppose. And one of the things that we're really trying to do is throw piping and drumming outside of the UK. Obviously, it's in the water here. You know, it's what we know and love. That's you know that's what we've been born and raised into. But internationally, it's something different. And I think it's something our show has really been focused on this last few years, throwing it internationally. So it's just brilliant to hear Jason and Andrew both tuning in all the way from Australia. It's brilliant. I think it's great to hear on on the weekly drone submissions that although there's no names and and we don't know where they are, the very content of them lets us and, and all the listeners know that they are actually possibly from America or Canada. Uh, just by the content, um, yeah. specifically one of the ones there that was on the service bands. And that's oh, obviously yeah. a very, very big, it's, it, you know, that's opening my eyes, the fact that it's a very, very big thing in the United States of America. Um, they mm. take it very seriously. And it, it, it really points out that really the UK or Scotland is not the complete center of it, that yeah. actually this is a worldwide thing. And it's great that Scotland obviously claims it's the national instrument and, and, and Scotland being the, the home of it, and that needs to be preserved. Northern Ireland, we also have a, a big affiliation with pipe bands going back through history. And we've obviously produced some, some of the best pipe band, um, pipe band performances in, in the history of, of, of competitive piping. But the other side of it is showing that service bands, 
they take it very seriously and, and so much so the weekly drone was pointing out things that was basically grinding somebody's gears you know yeah. I, I want this to be fixed so it's good to see that and that's nearly educating us all you know that it's not just all about the UK as you're saying Ralph Aye. it's an international thing definitely yeah <laughs> So I think, speaking of international, uh, we do have a wee bit of a following over there in the US. Not quite as big as one of those other podcasts that those guys alluded to. Hashtag Chanarant, one of the six. We'll talk about them in a minute. Uh, but yeah, we do have quite a bit of a following over in the US. United States of America. They're going through a bit of a process of change at the moment with their new president and all the rest. But uh, we're not going to talk about that on the podcast. We're a piping-based show, not a politics show. Uh, so... <laughs> So let's go into our next voicemail, I think. And this next one comes in from Joe Brady. Hello, Rab, you legend, you. This is Joe Brady from the Waken District Pipe Band in Raleigh, North Carolina, sending along a congratulatory message to you and the team for what is an amazing accomplishment. 200 episodes. Thank you. Thank you for all you do, Rab. You're making the pipe band world a better place. F you, Channer Rant. <laughs> so, poor Joe Brady's not a fan of Channer Rant by the sounds of things. Um, but I think the guys at Channer Rant actually made Joe Brady famous. So, hey, go figure. But, uh, yeah, thank you, Joe, for that, man. I appreciate it. And I think that's the first voicemail we've got that actually, you know, gives credit to the team. And that's one thing. Yeah, you know, I want to put that across. You know, it's not just me. You know, I am the big face on the front of it, I suppose. Uh, but you guys honestly do put in a wealth of work behind the scenes. So it's great to see Joe giving you guys some recognition. Good stuff. Thanks, Joe. There you go. <laughs> we will move swiftly on to our next voicemail. We've got quite a number of these, actually. And uh, yeah, Joe Brady sent us one in. And of course, then I think Andrew will go to the next one, which will be McClellan Bagpipes. Yeah, have you got that one lined up for us there? Hello, this is Roddy McClellan from McClellan Bagpipes in the United States. Just wanted to send out massive congratulations to Rab and the team as they celebrate 200 episodes. McClellan Bagpipes is a proud sponsor of the Big Rab Show. Each week we look forward to all amazing pipe band news on the show and social media. Stay proud of the past and confident for the future. Congratulations. There you go. I love that. Proud of the past and confident for the future which is difficult to do in 2020, <laughs> I suppose. But yeah, I think we'll talk more about the future of the piping world and the future of the podcast going forward. But uh, thanks to the guys at McClellan Bagpipes for sending that in. Much appreciated. All right. Now, we've mentioned them a few times already, thanks to our voicemails. But of course, our podcasting brothers from Las Vegas has to be Chandoran. Now, guys, I am a huge fan of Chandoran. I love what they do, although it is very irreverent at times and can be quite controversial. But what are your guys' opinions of the Chandoran podcast? Have you any thoughts? It's definitely a drive to work, listen, when the kids aren't in the car. Yeah, I don't have the kids in the car when it's on, no. <laughs> but no, I, I thoroughly enjoy listening. Um, I, I, I only started listening because you spoke about it in the show. Um, and I, I enjoy some of their ninety nine point nine percent of their stuff. Some weeks it's yeah. a bit that after dark nonsense was just a bit <laughs> stale. But yeah, that's it. Sometimes it misses the mark, I think. But I've let them know that you know. But at least they're trying. You know, they try these things and they don't work. But hey, it's fun. Aaron, Andrew, any any opinions? Well, 
I, I was introduced to it a bit like Deej, you know, through yourself. Mm. And obviously one of the members of Klaus Kelt, Adele, is very, very close friends with both yeah, uh, yeah. Josh and Andy. And when they had come over and played with, with Bally Breast and stuff and had stayed with Adele. So she has been on a few episodes with them. Mm-hmm. And as you say, it's not for the faint-hearted. It's what I describe as more entertainment. Than and actual doing, content, yeah. Yeah, I think they're doing an absolutely brilliant job because it's entertaining. It's not for everybody, but it's not something to be criticised. And there's a lot of people oh. saying, oh, no, that's awful. I'm sick on But it's not. They're pushing it as far as they can, pushing it to the limit. And that's, that's what a comedian does, you know. Yeah. They're there to entertain and push push it out. So, yeah, long may they continue because you need something different. If we all sit, you know, with a, a top-button shirt and a tie yeah. on every week and <laughs> everything's very much, you Rose know. a bit stale, yeah. Sometimes a wee bit of political incorrectness is good. That's it indeed. And they certainly bring that. I think I, I would agree there. But I think we have to play the two voicemails we've got from the lads at Chandler Rant. I think you may well have a bit of a giggle at the one that we got from Josh. Rab, it's your boy Josh from the Chandler Rant podcast. I just want to say congrats, brother, on 200. You f***ing nailed it, mate. Here's to another 200. Hope you have a great, great show. <laughs> Typical Josh. He couldn't send me a voicemail that I didn't have to edit. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, Josh. I appreciate that, mate. And of course, your, his partner in crime then, Andy Fusco, Beard of the Year 2020. Hey, Rabbi the Pooh. What's up, buddy? This is Fusco calling in from Las Vegas, also known as Buco from Chanarant. And now, thanks to the Big Rab Show, the best beard in all of Pipe Band. Hey man, just want to say congratulations on 200 episodes. I hope you quit soon so I can catch up to you. But otherwise, enjoy the show, have a great time, and congrats, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. There you go. That was really quite tame from Andy there. No editing required on that one. So thank you. It must be winning the award that's achieved that, I think. I think I'm going to retire now. Yeah. That... Shave the thing off. Spoiler won it, just shave off. You should do. Uh, now he's lifted the title, just, yeah, give it up. Aaron, you're growing in quite a handsome beard there too yourself, mate. You could be possibly no, going for beard of the year. Yeah. That's just laziness. <laughs> <laughs> when you work from home and you don't have to see anybody. Uh, the, see, only people, the only people that I see apart from Rory every day um, is my mum and, uh, my mom and dad once a week uh, yeah. because we're in a social bubble with them. Uh, and that's it because you're not allowed to see anybody else so you know, this is the, the, the lockdown look as we're yeah, calling it yeah. um, right. I mean I'm not I don't have to impress anybody except whenever you know <laughs> the Rab show demands us to come on to do a little um, Zoom video and then it's like where's the makeup artist <laughs> there's no, no amount of touch up or virtual backgrounds can make me look better <laughs> Right, well, I think I have to move on and I have to say a huge thank you to everyone who sent in messages of support, emails, and those are all of our voicemails that we wanted to bring to this week's show. So thank you to our voicemailers. Okay, moving swiftly on. Uh, from the very beginning of the Big Rab Show podcast, it was just myself for like 10, maybe 12 episodes, and at which point I realized just how big the animal was going to be. And then we very quickly started 
getting volunteers to help because it was slowly becoming a huge monster that I couldn't control. Uh, one of the first volunteers to the show team actually was Stephen Russell. And uh, you guys know Stephen very well, don't you? Absolutely. I think, I think a lot of you actually worked alongside Stephen, didn't you, for a good long time, didn't you? Oh, wait. I think me and Stephen started the same time. You did. Uh, yeah, you did. I so I was, I was going to cover Northern Ireland, and Stephen's going to get the majors over in Scotland. That's it. Stephen was our Scotland correspondent at the time. Is what we gave him his title. That was quite cool. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if anything, I managed to hang out with Stephen, and uh, because he couldn't join us tonight, unfortunately, I think he was going to a family wedding or something today, and he's been posting photos on Facebook, and he looks really handsome. Him and his fiance standing there looking class. It's not fair. Uh, so I <laughs> so managed to hang out with Stephen, have a chat with him just about his experience, about working with the Big Rab Show team, and obviously what he's doing now. So welcome to episode 200, a guy who used to be our Scotland correspondent. <laughs> I say used to be. He's now went on to bigger and better things. Stephen Russell, how are you, sir? Rab, very well, mate. Very well. Thank you for having me on. Episode 200, eh? What a moment. I know, man. I'm still sort of pinching myself. It's, it's not right. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you were with us, you know, from the very early days of the Big Rab Show and helping us. You were like our main guy in Scotland helping cover stuff. And you remember what it was like at the very beginning uh, where we were kind of using very janky equipment and kind of struggling at times. But here we are now at 200 episodes, man. It's insane. It's crazy. I, I, rem- I remember when um, when we first started, well, way back when, some folk might remember Grace Note Vortex and... Hmm. We'd started that, I think, just about a month before you started the Big Rab Show podcast. Obviously, you've been doing the radio right, show yeah. for, for years, and you were so polite, and you got in touch, and you said, look, guys, I'm away to launching a podcast as well. Hope mm. you don't mind, because I think at that point, the only other podcast was the old Chatter Banter. Oh, how do you mind that? Yeah, Chatter Banter, that's right. I think yeah. Dan Nevins used to do it. I was going back a while now, before mm, podcasting yeah. was even a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like, and that was the first time I think we'd ever had any sort of proper proper interaction and it's been a it's been a growing friendship since and then to go on to actually be part of the team for as long as I was it was it was great fun you know that's it man so you like I said for those of you who don't know who Stephen is he's now presenter owner operator of the up to the line pipe band podcast yeah so you kind of cut your teeth with ourselves at the rab show but then took that to something really quite awesome now at the moment Stephen how's things going at the up to the line pod yeah it's going well um we launched at the start of the year um, and it's been going strength, strength to strength, really. Uh, you know, there was a, we noticed, well, actually, it was it was Gary Nimmo, um, uh, the owner of Akalibu Bagpipe Specialists, who yeah. came to me and said, I've been pals with Gary for, for, for such a long time, and he was always a fan of what we did with Grace Note Vortex, and he was a fan of the Big Rab Show and Chanter Rant and all the rest, and he came to me and he sort of said, he says, I've he was launching his own piping school. Uh, well, he's been teaching for years and years, but he's now sort of self-employed, teaching his own, doing his own stuff. And he asked me, he says, there's a, I think there's a, a gap in the market for an educational pipe band podcast. What do you think? And it spitballed from there, really. Um, so I, I rallied up the old Grace Note Vortex team because Grace Note Vortex sadly went the way of the dodo, um, just, <laughs> just through life and bad planning. Um, yeah. But and then, but I'd always kept my toe in the water with the Big Rab Show in the podcast world. Did um, mm-hmm. 
just kind of learning from from you guys and from the team there and it was you know it was a it was a sad day when I had to step away from the team you know yeah yeah and I, 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 at the time you know we completely understood you know but yeah it was kind of gotten at the time because you were fair to be said you were a huge part of the team because you were our main guy in Scotland oh. and you covered some quite big events for us like you live streamed the majors you were drumming for drinks you, you presented a whole thing on the five polis concert and all the rest is there any like, standout moments for you Stephen? i think for a while i was the only scotland correspondent for the yeah. grab show that's right yeah <laughs> up, until, up until deeds joined joined the team um yeah <laughs> so well that first i think the first job i did for you was the five police that's right. band concert up in aberdeen mm. and um that was great. That was that was a great experience. Uh, I already knew uh, Doogie Murray and a lot of the guys uh, previously, so to go up and actually chat to them and get the behind the scenes, and I walked in right in the middle of rehearsing, and there was no sort of, and they were so welcoming from the word go. You know, there was no sort of, who's this guy? You know, who's let him in? I went on yeah. with my big, my big, my big rap show merch on my chest. You know, just just to prove who I was. <laughs> and that was, you know, and getting to chat to. Doogie and Brian and um, and uh, Cameron, who was the you know basically the show director and producer, uh, yeah. Cameron Barnes. Um, mm-hmm. Some of your listeners might know who Cameron is. Um, yeah, and just to get an insight, and then stood. That was the first time I, I stood and I live streamed just with my phone and nothing else. I was my phone and my two hands. Yeah, and that was it. <laughs> and my arms were aching by the sure. end of that concert. <laughs> Sure, you were hanging, yeah. <laughs> so at that point, I was like, well, if I'm going to carry on doing this, we need to get some equipment, some basic equipment. <laughs> yeah, All right, that's it. It's hard to believe, you know, you stand up just with a cell phone, and you think, yeah. ah, it's a phone, it's light. But see, after 20 minutes holding that thing, it's a ton weight. Oh, it really is. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so the behind the scenes of the Fife concert was great, and doing the live interviews, that was good fun. Yeah. Um, and then as well, going behind the scenes of the Scottish Power concert, uh, just that, right. that last yeah. be- before before the pandemic uh, ruined the season. Mm. Um, you know, that was great fun. Again, getting to interview Chris and Jake and watch. And I, I went to see the concert that night um, yeah. as, as a big Rab Show correspondent. I actually, funny, I've got a couple of funny stories for you. Oh, so there we go. <laughs> uh, I, I, <laughs> don't, I don't know how long you want this segment to be. Um, no, go so, for it, yeah. <laughs> uh, a, guy, a guy called Kurt McIntosh, who is my old pipe sergeant from when we both played in Strathclyde Fire and Rescue days. Mm -hmm. He's now been with the Glasgow Sky for a long time, and he does all the organising for the concerts. Right, yeah. uh, The pre-world concerts. So I got in contact with Kurt, kind of a, you know, friend to friend, doing this for the big rap show, any chance of a couple of complimentary tickets? Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Yeah. (laughs) If if you want me to pay for them, I would have paid for them, not a problem. But you don't ask, you don't get. So Kurt said, yeah. Not a problem. When you get there in the afternoon, go speak to this woman in this office and she'll sort you out. Mm-hmm. So I went and spoke to her. She said, all right, yeah, yeah, you're here for the press and blah, blah, blah. And then mm-hmm. I was actually sitting in amongst all of the RSPBA officials, me and my now fiancé. Um, wow, no way. That's where those, they sat there. Those weren't the tickets we were meant to get. Kurt had said, I think I'll be able to get you a couple of standing room tickets. So when this oh. woman gave me yeah, so when this woman gave me these tickets and they were actual seats, I was like, oh, Kurt's really come through for me. It wasn't until <laughs> the next day he was like, you know, you took two seats from a couple of RSPBA guests and we had to find other no. seats for them. And this was front row, <laughs> middle balcony, had a perfect view. 
perfect for the acoustics. So that was wow. uh, that was very lucky. So I apologise to whoever we chucked out of their seats. <laughs> that is epic. I love that. That's brilliant. I can just picture two officials standing there, dressed to the nines with a shirt and tie and all, standing in the back row. <laughs> While we're sitting in their seats enjoying the show. Yeah, <laughs> that's epic. Um, so Stephen as well, at uh, Drumming for Drinks as well, it's, it'll be fair to say you had quite a good time there. And you interviewed a bit of a celebrity as well, a bit of a stand-up comedian that's quite well known. Yeah, uh, uh, Al Murray, the pub landlord. Um, yeah. That was that was fantastic. I mean, I mean, both myself, I think Deej got the better end of the deal, apart from um, having to sit in the same spot and just film. Uh, yeah. I, I had to go to leave him for a toilet and a, <coughs> a beer break at one point. Um, <laughs> but I was, I, was, I, I was doing loads of running around that day and trying to catch, because if anyone's ever been to Drummond for Drinks, it is packed. I mean, yeah. it's quite a large space they've got, but there are so many people, so many performers. And then trying to run around and speak to them before they go on and after they come off. So it was good fun. And then yeah. all of a sudden, somebody said to me, oh, Al Murray's here. I said, no. And it was. And went and spoke to him and just <laughs> absolutely chanced my mitt. And I said, I'm here for a pod, piping and drumming podcast. Can we have a quick chat? Not a problem, he goes. And that's when we found out, obviously, he was part of the British Drum Company. And he was actually playing a gig in Glasgow that night. With, oh, uh, right. with 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 a band that he played drums in, um, ah, and see. then he did he did a stand up set for about half an hour, which was fantastic. Yeah, I had tears I, rolling down my face. It's now the stuff of legend. I think that video <laughs> is still up there somewhere on our Facebook page. You can go and watch it back. And you know, people keep telling him stop swearing, and he just keeps on swearing. He just, he just couldn't. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. It's really really funny. Um, so, Stephen, then through your time, obviously you were on the air and on Fuse as well. You managed to hold your own for a couple of shows over there in Fuse. How did you find that? Um, daunting, to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> Why daunting? Um, I think with podcasts, it's pre-recorded. You know, ah, um, you can edit. Yeah, you can edit. You can start again. You can, if it's not going well, you can scrap it and say, oh, we'll, "We'll try again tomorrow." Whereas yeah. when you're on the air with Fuse, even when I came on as a guest, uh, was that two, two, three years ago now? It was a couple of years ago. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, yeah. There's, there's still that. You know, oh my God, this, this is live, and mm. got to be careful with what you say and how you say it, and once, because once you've said it, it's out there. It's gone. That's it. You There's can't no get it back. back. <laughs> but no, it was great crack. Uh, I've I've always been as a young as a young kid. Um, you know, I've always been into performing, and being on the radio was always. You know, I, I would love to be a regular radio presenter. You know, um, so there to get go. that experience was was fantastic. Yeah. Well, you never know. We might pull you back for another show or two, Stephen, because your shows were really popular, man. Yeah, so there was you know the I music selection. To hear. Um, they were cracking. I, yeah. Uh, I think a few people would rather I played a few more pipe band. Only things, but you oh, know, right. I'm, a, well, I'm a big, big trad head as well as a, into my pipe band stuff. So, you of know. course, so am I, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, if anything, then, Stephen, over 200 episodes, is there any one that stands out to you as being your own particular favourite? Well, first of all, Rob, I just want to say congratulations to yourself. Um, Thank you. Without, without <laughs> you, there would be no big rap show. Oh, um, God, I don't know that. It's the whole team, man. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know how you've got the time to knock these things out week after week after week. It's, so it's credit to yourself, mate. Thank um, you. Thank you. So favourite episodes? Yeah. Out of 200. Um, the episode where you had uh, the Chatter Rant Boys on. Well, I think they've, they've been on them. They've the, been on a couple the, of the times very, now. The very, very first one they came on. Which um, was a nightmare to edit. <laughs> 
it was an absolute nightmare. You know. <laughs> because they were such an unknown quantity at the time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember meeting uh, Andy and Josh when they were at that world where they played with, who is it they played with again? Bally Breast. Bally Breast. And, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. sort of, you know, I said been following their journey and, and, and whatever else. So, yeah, that, that stands out as a good one. Um, God, what else? There has been so many. Yeah, that, I just, that's I just the thing. Honestly, I was I was having a think today, and I was I was flicking through some of the old ones, and you're just kind of like, oh, that's a good one. Oh, that was a good one. So I think just <laughs> the coverage. You know what? I, I think your international coverage of what's going on in the pipe and, and drumming and solos and, and and the trad stuff just all over the world. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think really is is second to none. Um, oh, thanks, man. That's all right. Yeah. yeah. So so whenever we found out what's been happening with you know in the other associations throughout the world, I think you've done well to. Dance around the political issues. And of dance, the last I have. Few years. <laughs> yeah. And you know that firsthand yourself. Yeah. Because um, I'm sure you were there during the middle of all that stream gate and all of that nonsense. Yes. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You, um, could, you could just remember how stressful that was at the time, man. Uh, oh, yeah. well, absolutely. I mean, I have to say the reception at the games for live streaming wasn't the warmest. I wasn't thrown out. Um, mm. But certainly nobody approached to offer me a cup of tea or yeah. anything like that, you know. Um, it's kind of frosty, and yeah, is the word I would use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of 100%. look at you and go, uh, that's that rab show, you know. They kind of look at you as if you're the reason that we don't have full capacity today. Ah. And it's like, well, mm, no, that's, uh, that's a whole can of worms that we probably shouldn't get into today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It could be the lashing rain or anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, Actually, another, another funny story. I told you I had a couple. So sure. the very first major I live streamed for the show was Dumbarton. Oh, and my. It yeah. was a glorious sunny day, um, <laughs> standing at the Grade One Arena, all set up, good to go. Had mm. my big rap show hoodie wrapped around uh, around my spot. I had my spot booked for the day, and about halfway through the Grade One set, I suddenly became violently ill and unwell. That's right, yeah. And I had that. to. It was when Glasgow. It was Glasgow Police were playing. Mm-hmm. And it was coming to the end of their set, and I was live streaming, and I had to dash. I won't go into too many details. <laughs> <laughs> and when I came back, um, yeah, the live stream was still going on an empty field. <laughs> That's right. I mean, you just left the camera running. I remember. Because I wasn't there, and I was so ill, but I kept going. And, I, you know, I'd had plans to meet up with people the rest mm. of that night and day and go out whereas I was staying at a friend's house in Glasgow and I had to get his keys from him and I just went and died on his couch for the oh, rest of the night. <laughs> horrible, horrible. So if, anyone, so if anyone out there was ever wondering why all of a sudden, you know, there was the end of Glasgow Police's set and, you know, carried on live streaming, there was nobody operating the camera. That was no. why. <laughs> that was it, yeah. I think I remember after that, we were all like texting you, are you okay? What's going on, Stephen? Are you all right? But it, you know, obviously no response because you were otherwise occupied. Yeah. Yes, I was, I was, uh, yes, leave right. it at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think, you know, one thing that people don't kind of realize is, you know, not just that you mentioned myself being dedicated and producing episodes, but that's because I'm the big face at the front of it. But the dedication of the team behind the scenes, Stephen, you guys work your arses off, you know. Well, we, work, we work so well together as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. You know, with Rab Show Awards, we had live events, we had live streaming. There was there was so much, and all of you guys were all incredibly heavily involved in all of that. 
you know, the team at the minute that you're about to listen to now and the rest of episode 200, <laughs> those guys are constantly killing it, you know. Um, so is that one thing that you guys have brought to the Up to the Line pod, you know, with all of your content and things that you guys are producing at the moment? Is it like a big team effort? Um, yeah, well, at the moment, there's only sort of myself, Stuart and Scott, and we've got Gary yeah. who gives us a lot of support um, mm-hmm. as the sponsor. And not, not just with, you know, helping us with some of the bills. You know, Gary's heavily involved with the planning and finding us guests. He's done a few interviews um, himself, which, which will be coming up in the future. Um, but we are, we are expanding the team because it's, as, as you well know, Rob, it is a bigger beast than, than, than one man can handle. And totally, yeah. <laughs> we, we have been trying to keep, it on our, keep going ourselves, but, you know, it's, it's, it's a difficult one to keep, keep the momentum going. So we are expanding the team. Um, we're becoming a little enterprise. With all, and like I said, we all volunteer our time to do it. Um, it. So there's going to be bigger and better things coming from, uh, from the Up to the Line podcast. Superb. B- better planning, bigger team, more to come. Um, you know, we've got interviews with some really, really big names. Uh, we, we've got our Patreon, if anyone wants to come and see on all the perks we get on our Patreon, just patreon.com yeah. forward slash up to the line. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, the, the future, the future's bright. You know, we've had our online contests, uh, so there's going to be more of that in the future. Yeah, yeah, we're just, we're very excited about what we've, what we've got to come. Fantastic stuff. That kind of preempted all the rest of my questions, Stephen. I was going to ask you loads of stuff to do up to the line, but no, I'm more than chuffed that you guys have, you know, you're getting ahead of steam now. You know, stuff really seems to be progressing well. So uh, honestly, best of luck, guys. I'm a huge fan. And for those of you listening right now, if you haven't listened to the up to the line pod yet, you need to type it into your search engine. You'll find them. It's dead easy. And uh, you'll thank me later. So you will. Yeah. (laughs) Everything I learned from back in the day with Grayson Vortex, everything I learned from being part of the Big Rab Show team, you know, it's, yeah. it's an amalgamation. And I think without having that experience, um, there probably wouldn't be an up-to-the-line podcast. Yeah, um, so I want go. to say thanks, yeah. Rab, thanks you. Thanks to Deej, Erin, um, Andrew, Andrew's wife, who was also a big part of the, That's helping right. out with the live streaming as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it indeed. Uh, so so thanks, the- thanks to all you guys and thanks for having me on the team for the time I was on it, it was, uh, it was great fun. Thank you very much, Stephen. Much appreciated, mate. And uh, hopefully we will get you back on another podcast to hopefully to talk about more about the Up to the Line pod and stuff. But uh, I think for now, we'll have to get back to the rest of the team now and hear about the rest of episode 200. Stephen, thanks so much, man. Take care. You too, Rab. And again, congratulations. Well done on episode 200 from all of us at Up to the Line. And here's to episode 300. Oh, shakers, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Russell there from the Up to the Line Pipe Band podcast. And I have to say, I am a huge fan of the podcast. And it's great to see Stephen and the guys from the Up to the Line team doing so well. And if anything, I'll say it again, Stephen cut his teeth with ourselves in the Big Rab Show and then took it to the Up to the Line pod. So have you guys listened to much of the Up to the Line podcast? What do you think of it? I I really enjoy it. There's It's been a few really good, interesting uh episodes there um mm. so it's it's not it hasn't really been that regular no but uh, yeah. i've really enjoyed the ones that have been they've been really interesting good especially good topics as well I, some of the interviews they've brought as well like yourself being an educator and deej as well you know you guys are both involved in teaching pupils all the time you know that's bound to be a bit of a resource for you so now i wish them every success you know i'm not sure how many episodes they have now um but 
definitely. I hope they're going to be churning them out in the near future. If anything, That's more than the creation of Vortex. It is more, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> but at the moment, I think they're going to be holding like an online piping recital. Have you guys seen this? been advertised? Um, yeah, yeah, I had seen it. It looks all sorts of interesting. Now, definitely four of the best young pipers, I would argue, are going to be juking it out for an actual cash prize. So by way of a shameless plug, go and check out the Up to the Line Pipe Band podcast on social media and grab your tickets. I think tickets for it are seven quid, so you can go and get the link to watch it and everything. But if you're already supporting them on Patreon, then you get to watch it for free. There you go. All right, swiftly moving on then. I have to say, ourselves in the Big Rab Show podcast, uh, the whole team, whenever we put videos together for our YouTube channel, that duty falls to Andrew, to be fair. <laughs> You're kind of our editor extraordinaire. And Andrew has put together something that's quite special that we'll hopefully be uploading to our YouTube channel soon. Uh, outtakes, which I'm a bit nervous about. Have you got the audio for us there, Andrew? Hello everyone and welcome to another video on our replay series with three other handsome faces joining me. Uh, I'll ah! let Andrew get this chair so he can point at the lag in there. <laughs> well, hello everyone and welcome to another video in our replay series. Uh, so Aaron, who do we have involved in this week's video for our replay series? So again, we are pleased to welcome back drum major David Brownlee. Um, he had given us commentary for the British Championships. Uh, if you haven't watched the replay of the British Championship drum majors, I urge you to go to it now um, because it was it was very good. Um, we also have our big rap show team member. Um, Hold on. <laughs> DG, you alright there, man? <laughs> I might give you that question again there. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew can do the editing down here. <laughs> this can go to Patreon. This was us trying to record it. <laughs> yeah, this is on the Patreon outtakes. Yeah, that, you know. It's like that guy on BBC News when the daughter came back. <laughs> yeah. How did from a rap show? Tell me what they that's what that's what the rapture tiles are for, yeah. yeah. All right, so we'll leave a little gap and then that will show Andrew where we can cut in. <laughs> Together, I'm sure our viewers are very anxious to see the first band, but just by way of a reminder, some of the footage that we got isn't the best. It does cut out, it is kind of grainy in places, and that's simply because of each what you had to handle on the day. Really quite difficult. So, well, without further ado, Andrew, I figured I would leave you the, the, the joy of introducing our first band. Okay, up next we have... Oh, hello, can you hear me? Just about. Okay. <laughs> 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 I, got my, I got my dog here, you see. Uh, hello, I have to go a bit closer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I don't know, cute. can you see me? Yeah, yeah, we can, yeah. Alright, <laughs> up next we have Five Place. There we go. And that'll cut, won't it? Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> That's class. I think we're still recording, are we? I... <laughs> 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 
the jokes just get flung into business. <laughs> I got something special there. So for those of those folks who've watched that before, you guys on Patreon would have seen that already. But uh, yeah, that's we're going to drop that out there, especially for episode 200. Uh, Deej, that was something special, mate. You throwing a rab show towel at your kids. Top class. <laughs> well, I've not got a use for it in my drum at the moment, so I had to get used for something. There you go. <laughs> rab show towels can be bought on thebigrabshow.com forward slash shop. Shameless plug. There you go. <laughs> like we just drop that in there, yeah. Well, I think at this point, folks, we it's that time in the show where we should go and get ourselves a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. The British Drum Company is a young player in the drumming world that has established its reputation as a manufacturer of exceptional drum kits, and it's now turning its attention to the bagpiping world. The world of pipe van drumming is represented by the Axial Range, Launched in August 2019 with innovative features, developed alongside British Drum Co. International Marching Specialist Jim Kilpatrick, MBA. The stunning Axial Range was then selected by the Grade 1 Drum Corps of Glasgow Police Pipe Band for the 2020 season. British Drum Co. drums are all handmade, made by craftsmen in Stockport in the UK. The build quality and attention to every detail is second to none, contributing to British Drum Co.'s reputation as artisan makers of some of the finest drums available today. These drums are available only through approved British Drum Co. specialist dealers. For more information on all British Drum Co. products, please visit BritishDrumCo.com or follow on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full line of bagpipes, including Henderson's, and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets, and bespoke Highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com Offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you with a full custom design from Andante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper will also be distributing the latest Axial line from the British Drum Company. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. McClellan Bagpipes from North American artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan from Euston, Scotland. They adhere to the highest traditions of Scottish bagpipe making, using the finest materials, employing bespoke design and committing to constant innovation and evolution. Including exciting new products such as the Elevation Chanter plus restoration work on vintage bagpipes for the next generation. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McClellan Bagpipes Born in Scotland, made in the USA. Hello, this is Fred Morrison, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Yes, here it is, topic of the week, and pretty much it's the topic of the entire show, which is episode 200. And joining us, of course, is The Big Rab Show team. They're still here. They haven't ran away. We have Andrew Shilladay, Aaron McElwain, and Deej McIntosh. Well, lads, how are you? Great. No, what? <laughs> 
Yeah. He's all awake or kind of half asleep. He's all there with me, boys. I was purposely waiting so I didn't mask somebody else. Ah, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think I think that's it. That's it. We're sort of practiced at our Zoom calls now. You, you wait your turn, you know. And... Ah, that's what this is. So you don't talk over the top of each other, I see. Have you all got media training? Is that it? <laughs> yes, that's that's what it is. We'll we'll go with that. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. Or not, we'll go with that. <laughs> Number one pair could be on the rap team. There you go. Strictly yeah. professional. Yeah, <laughs> a, a wee, a wee big, big rab in service day. Yeah, <laughs> uh, amazing. So, lads, I have a range of questions that I wanted to ask you, uh, both from you know ourselves from our own prep and stuff, but also from Rab Show listeners. Um, well, have you guys got out of all two hundred episodes a favorite, and if so, why? I'm going to start with Deej. Favorite episodes. That's a very difficult one. Because there's uh, 200 of them. I know. I yeah. was looking at this, trying to pick one, going, how the heck? The- <laughs> I would probably say the live show we've done at Pipe and Life. That, that's a good one. Um, that is a good I one. think purely because that was the first real... I mean, I'd already done a lot of stuff for the show, but it was the first kind of thing I felt like on the ground we were all together yeah working uh, and all the three beers that people were bringing when I was filming <laughs> that's what I was going to ask you like I was up on stage doing a thing Andrew you were performing as well but Deej you were in the audience and getting a load of free beer from folks <laughs> absolutely that that trend continued for the rest of the week um, doing various things for the show Really? Uh, wow. Yeah, especially drumming for drinks. That was <laughs> just people buying yeah. pints all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The amount of times at drumming for drinks, I'd ask Stephen to like sit with the camera so I could run to the loo because I was that full. It was <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> there you go. That's brilliant, though. You know, and it's it's great to know that we have such a welcome reception at events like that. You know, that's really good. Um, so that's kind of, yeah, a bit of a standout moment even for myself because I think, honestly, that's the first time Big Rab Show actually hit the main stage at a huge piping event like that. And it kind of put us on the map. You know, a lot of folks had never heard of the Rab Show podcast before. But, uh, yeah, having Big Rab Show live was really a landmark, really. Andrew, what did you think of the event itself? You were on stage as well that day. Uh, it, it meant... It meant a lot to me that that day. Um, like I think it was my first like time playing and and Glasgow, you know, playing back since being ill and things. And, yeah, you know, it, it was a very special day for me. Uh, and I, I thought I thought the uh, I thought it was a really great like there were so many great acts like you had the the harmony bays you had the uh, right. twist yeah you had a. Yeah. Uh, uh, you had other soloists and, and things that got there. It was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, and, and that's it. Like I had said it before, even before the event was coming up, I said I wanted to be in the audience to watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the lineup that was going to be there was going to be something special. And it was a Monday on Pipe and Live. It was lashing with rain. We didn't expect anybody to turn up because it's the first event. But it 
packed the place out. It was insane. It was really kind of a special moment, I think, yeah. Uh, but to be able to bring that as an episode of the podcast as well was something really special. So that is something I would urge people to go back and listen to. It was quite a huge milestone moment in the show, I, I think so, definitely. Um, but also, you can go and check it out on YouTube. I think the whole show was actually filmed and we've uploaded that, I think. So you can go and watch it all as well. There you go. Okay. Well, Andrew, seeing how I'm chatting to yourself, mate, have you got a particular favorite episode and why? Oh, I think it's it's really hard to choose, just like these there. Uh, <clears throat> I, I maybe even want to mention a few, but hmm. uh, you know, there's one that I, I just... Uh, there's oh there's two or three oh boy is it here here we go <laughs> <laughs> I, I really enjoyed and it was a bit of a surprise hearing richard park's interview i think it was oh. like it was it was actually it was i think it was like the day after christmas or something one year that's right yeah said, oh, oh boy that's some back, christmas yeah. mm-hmm. that was so, that was some christmas present and, and i know that that meant a lot to yourself rob i think you'd been it asking does. for a wee interview from him for a long time Years, uh, years and years of doing views. I've never had the chance to talk to him, and yeah, that was really special. Yeah, and then and then also, uh, you know, uh, the the Solarza Tool concert um, in Armagh, uh, where mm-hmm. we were able to go along actually, and we we're there backstage, and even had had lunch with the the band and everything. And that's right. <laughs> it's great. Great watching them and getting a few behind the scenes sort of interviews and things and some recordings of them tuning up and things. That was a good, I thought that was a good episode as well. Yeah, that was a cracker. And if anything, a good lot of the Patreon folks would have access to a lot of those backstage videos. And there's a few videos actually where we took liberties and actually went up on stage with the band when they were playing. So we were walking alongside the guys tuning drones and I'm sure they just wanted to kick us out of the road. But, <laughs> but no, that was a real special uh, event, really, and a great episode of the podcast, yeah. So good choices there, Andrew, I think. Aaron, moving to yourself, mate, have you got a particular fave? And if so, why? Well, you know, I don't do things by half. So I, I have a few. Good man. <laughs> um, I would say probably my favorite from from being involved mm-hmm. was episode 100 yes because that was really the first time that i had sort of taken to get involved and help out and I remember yourself and, and me planning that back yeah. in the summer um i think it was the last week in august we were talking about it and mm-hmm. what we were going to do and then a few meetups at that point with different people and, and actually seeing it become a reality and it, it's a bit, it was a big it was a big different uh, I can nearly speak here it was a bit different because obviously it was it was recorded live so we didn't have the ability to go back and edit things no um, there <laughs> was an audience uh, which was great to have their participation in it so yeah that was pretty good it was good stand out and now we're obviously at episode 200 and obviously we're doing things a wee bit different at the moment due to the, the situation but yeah um yeah, um, another one that that I really enjoyed was taking part in was the the, um, the world's was it the reaction the week after. Yes, the, the world's world, wrap up episodes. The yeah. world's wrap up. That's it. Um, yeah, and, and I think we were up in 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 Tully Lagans Hall for that um, mm-hmm. with Alicia being involved for <laughs> the first time with us, and 
uh, with Andy and Scott as well. So that was that was that was just good crack. Um, and really, from a listener point of view, um, I enjoy all the interview ones; they're great. Mm. But I also love the topic of the week, where it's where it's a bit juicy. Right. We're getting into the thick of things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> now, obviously, we have sort of morphed further with the weekly drone. Then we're now getting to hear all those extra opinions. Yeah. Because they're, they're, you know, warts and all. They're just as people say them. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're, they're purely opinion. And, and it's great to have that outlet. So, yeah, I enjoyed that one. I enjoyed the one with Richard um, from FM. Because uh, I am a big FM fan. Most people, don't, most people do not agree <laughs> that I am an <laughs> FM fan. But I've always said, you know, my... My two grade one bands that I look towards usually are Fife and, and FM. There you go. So I always good so it was always good to hear from Richard in that perspective. Um definitely. Yeah, it's all it's all good. They're all good. That's that's there's there's never a boring one. Because they're no. always different. Even if it's not a topic that I'm particularly invested in, I still listen to it, which means that I'm maybe learning things that I wouldn't have been aware of. So there you go. It's educational as well. <laughs> it is indeed. It's, uh, it tries to be many things, I suppose. Whenever we're producing the show, it's something that like, I actively sit down and write something thinking, this has to be interesting to someone out there. And if it isn't, then what's the point in recording it, I suppose? So, <clears throat> yeah. Well, to ask myself what my own favorite episode is, is like asking me to pick between my kids. You know, <laughs> which one is it? Which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> That's just it. Every shout out si- to both of Rab's children. Shout out to both of the wins. <laughs> They're both great. They're magic. Uh, but yeah, all 200 of my babies are all magic. I love every one of them. 202. 202, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> well in there. That's it. But I have to say, Deej, I agree with yourself. The live events, man, are something special. Whenever we do those, it's, you know, it's a huge, huge amount of work involved. And uh, it's just magic whenever you're able to pull them all together and actually turn it into a podcast. Episode 100, Aaron, definitely has a special place with me uh, because we raised money for charity. We actually had a live audience of mates and friends of people who bought tickets and stuff that we were really panicking thinking no one's going to show. And we ended up filling the place. It was great. And we also had drum major Emma Barr taking out the ceiling. That's right. Yeah. If anything, I think people can listen to that still on episode 100 when Emma throws the mace and goes bang and hits the ceiling and you can hear the audience going, oh, I think that mark is still there. Yeah. <laughs> I think she ever got sent the bell. Of course, no. if the bell ever comes, just send it through to the rap show and we, 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 we will look after that. Yeah, we will. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the live events are something special and I'm so glad you picked out the interview with Richard because that was going to be one of my own highlights as well. Uh, before the Big Rab Show podcast started, I had been on Fuse FM for about six years at this point. And after six years of doing Fuse, you know, people were missing the show. They're constantly missing it live and going, oh, Rab, can we listen again? And at that point, no, you can't. So we didn't have a listen again feature and we thought, we'll do a podcast so if folks want to hear the news, then they can download it and take it with them. That's the whole point. So whenever you listen to episode one, I listened to it this week. It's awful oh my god i'd listen back to episode one just like i have to put my hands over ears i can't listen to it it's terrible 
but um, yeah, one of the focuses of the show was to be like a catch-up of the Fuse show. And for the longest time, year after year after year, I've been trying to get Richard to come on Fuse and talk to me and had always said no. And that was the one time I managed to get Richard to say yes. And he came on the show, had the best time. I actually gave him a t-shirt, Rab Show shirt and stuff. That's brilliant. And that whole episode is a big highlight for me. So there you go. Fantastic stuff. It certainly, it must be very hard um, when you're a pipe major of, of, of any band, um, specifically where Field Marshal Montgomery is concerned, they're so up there. Yeah. And Richard is obviously, um, he's what I always assumed was a very shy person. And he just, he, he, he gives an opinion and it's very, very straightforward. Yeah. But he sort of, he doesn't have any controversy. He was no. very humbled like that. And actually, whenever I watched and listened to that interview, <laughs> Um, it, it kind of changed my opinion. Yeah. Of uh, as you say, the man behind the myth. That's it, indeed. And a lot of people don't know the man behind the legend. And but a backstage info, I suppose. Before I was ready to go live, Richard sat in the chair next to me, and I had to say to him, "says Richard, hope you don't mind. I'm a bit starstruck here. I might fluff over my words." And he says, oh, "What are you talking about? I am really, I'm really nervous myself. I'm going to fluff my answers." And I couldn't believe that such a huge legend was actually nervous about going on the wireless. I, don't, I, I couldn't get my head around it. So even a guy of his caliber could have nerves doing something, you know, where we think ah, that's grand. So yeah, I learned a lot through that interview, learned a lot. So I think over 200 episodes, we would tell our listeners to go and check them out for themselves. There's 200 now, including this bad boy. And uh, yeah, there is a wealth of material there, definitely. We pretty much talked about everything possible in the pipe and road at this point. But can I ask you then the next question? And this has actually come in from a Rab Show listener. He wants to know the team's opinion on the current state of the pipe and world and what you guys think the future holds for the bagpiping scene. 2020 has been a really difficult year for piping and drumming and uh, controversies. Yeah. Controversies aside, we're all laughing now because of recent episodes. We talked about, you know, asking for band fees and stuff and the whole financial difficulty of RSPBA, the redevelopment of headquarters, all that nonsense. Guys, how do you think 2021 is going to go for the piping scene? It'll be interesting. That's possibly a good answer there. I think it's going to be interesting. It's probably the safest answer as well, isn't it? It is. It is did the safest. Like, did you like my safe answer there? That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, what, what way do you see it, mate? In 2021, do you see our piping world changing drastically? I, I, I don't have a clue. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, it's just so uncertain. Uh, why is it there? Like, uh, I hope, we hope, uh, hope we can be something, but it, it could be something completely different. I don't know. I seen a wee advert recently. I think I said New Zealand or Australia were gonna try some quartet competition, but oh yeah, online, uh, online or something like that. There, mm-hmm. I don't know if if that would be something that could be looked into, or would it be even be feasible? Um, because I mean we're back we are back in lockdown we're not allowed to be meeting for practices at all yeah. again and 
Yeah, there was a wee period of time where you could meet a certain amount of people, but. Mm -hmm. But even at that, it was still difficult, though. And then the thought of having like a huge outdoor event, such as a competition, looked to be a pipe dream. Pardon the pun, but you know, it looked to be something that we could never you know, see coming. And I know a lot of people out there now listening to the podcast are looking forward to the end of 2020. Oh, roll on 2021 is going to be so much better. But honestly, I don't mean to be the bringer of doom and gloom, but I think it might be more of the same until we get some sort of road out of this pandemic. I don't know if it's a vaccine or what the heck it is, but either way, I do think it's going to be a very interesting season in 2021, Aaron. One thing, one thing I will say is, um, you know, at the time of us recording this episode, you know, 2021, just a few months off yet. So let's let's be positive. <clears throat> yeah. Shout out to the um, officials in the Northern Ireland branch who just this past weekend and um, engaged with the members and, and um, gave us um, a copy of their discussion paper, which basically it's 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 all the different things that are going to possibly be in our way for next year and you know mm-hmm. risk assessments and all the different things they've put in a hell of a lot of work on that so far yeah. and obviously it's a fluid situation so it's a fluid document um best case scenario we do get a contest season in some shape or form it may look slightly different mm. it may have other things on it uh you know in and around it you know and all those things will be taken into consideration. But what's really positive right now is to know that the Northern Ireland branch of our association is planning for a 2021 contest season in Northern yeah. Ireland. And by hook or by crook, they're going to try and do it. They're, they're not sitting down. Uh, the councils themselves, the local councils, are all for it, if, if it can be allowed, you know. Yeah. Uh, so the positivity is there, and it, it's good to see. Well, that's it. And even, you know, our Scottish counterparts and the RSPBA and HQ, we do know a lot of the different branches in Scotland are doing the same for their locals. Um, The headquarters themselves have already said that the majors are happening. So we'll have to wait and see, guys. You know, that's a big question to answer. You know, what do you think the current state of the piping world is in 2021? No idea. It's going to be interesting. I think you said it best at the start there, Aaron. (laughs) So I'll move on to the next question then we have is uh, what is your biggest challenge as a member of the Big Rab Show team? Hmm. Or what has been your biggest challenge, I suppose? I'm going to throw my hat in the ring here at the very beginning uh, and then you guys can pick up after me, I suppose. Uh, I want to mention hashtag Streamgate as being one of the biggest challenges we've ever had to face on the Rab Show team. I honestly think that I have never been so stressed in my life trying to get that sorted. My phone never stopped. My emails just was banging all the time. It was ridiculous. And it was all because of a shock ruling that seemed to come out of nowhere. No live streaming is allowed at this event. And that was it. Our cameras were switched off. It seemed to be the reaction from the piping world was just insane. And we never seen it coming. Guys, Living through all of that, now we're the other side of it. Um, looking back at Streamgate, have you guys any thoughts on it? Well, my opinion was really at the time is yeah, there there was rights um, to you know broadcasting and and certain things, and really out of Streamgate, 
really what it actually showed was that the association needed to be updated to take alliance that it is now well that was back in 2019 mm. back in it was may time it was, um, yeah. and that all sort of broke um you know my opinion was at local competitions in northern ireland the streaming was what it was um mm. it was exploring an avenue that the branch had trialed at one part uh, in the future uh, in the future in the past um so it was really taken that and, and i mean it was voluntary at the end of the day yeah. And it worked. Um, I, I remember times the, the comments coming at the time saying, you know, this was stopping footfall at the actual contest. Yeah. And I actually disagree because if you were a piping fan and something that you want, you're not going to get the same thing. Sitting at their sofa at home, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. we do our best with it, but, you know, it's one camera, one microphone. You yeah. know, never going to get that experience of being there. And that's the most important thing. No, that's Moving it. across then to the majors, you know, I think it was very good to see that piping up Forez um, back uh, a few years ago, you know, when they actually wanted us on board. That's right. DJ, wasn't that the crack then? Whenever you were live streaming at the majors in Scotland, they were really actively encouraging. They really wanted to see you there. Uh, yes. Sorry, that was like a year ago. It was... <laughs> right, well, that's, yeah, it was a year um, ago, but I, you know, they didn't actively chase you out of the park and say, don't film. <laughs> no, all, all they all they, all they asked was that I made my way to the DB makeshift office for the day, make myself aware, or yes. make myself known, so they knew who I was. They knew that I was there, what I was doing. Yeah, that's it. Other than so... that, I was just going to do your thing. Indeed. So, and, and Andrew, for yourself as well, you've had experience both live streaming in Northern Ireland, but as well as live streaming down south in the Republic. Has there been a difference between the two jurisdictions? Quite a big difference. Um, uh, though, uh, 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 the down south has, has been very welcoming to me. Like, actually happy to see my, uh, um Like, uh, actually, it was there was a competition that was at a really lovely castle. Um, and I, boys, every five minutes was was offered tea and <laughs> drink water and thing. I, I, and like a cup of tea, sandwich. Do you want anything? You know, and like, like a, I got a I got a big rap show. Got a we shout out over the P, the PA system. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. Say, welcome, <laughs> welcome the welcome the show here today, and I made very welcome. Uh, even when it was down south uh, for the All Ireland one year, it was a scorcher of a year. Mm. Uh, it got burnt, but uh, again, very welcoming. Um, the way I guess there was that there, uh, different sort of atmosphere, uh, north, you know, in, in our local competitions. Yeah. Uh, to, to kind of put it across in words on a podcast is how do you describe, like, uh, rolling your eyes and going, oh, there they are again. Yeah, Th- That's the kind of, th- th- I don't know, that puts it across. I've, but I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard yeah. it too. You know, yeah. as soon as you stand on the yeah. rail and, and you get your phone out, you can see the officials going, oh, there's, ra- oh, there he is uh, again. Even, you know. even you're here today. Aye. Um, yeah. <laughs> and Sometimes it's not even getting the phone out. It's just people see your jumper or... Yeah, right, like a rapture I mean, shirt, and yeah. And you just see the looks at the other side of the field. 
Mm-hmm. I've had I've had judges actually walk over to me and say, "Are you filming today?" I said, "Yeah." And the, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then walking off and say, "Oh, am I am I in trouble? Should I not be filming here? What's going you can, on?" You can draw your own conclusions. Draw your oh, hold on, draw your oh. own conclusions. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I've never had uh, anything like that from a judge. Uh, some most judges come over and say hello to me, like, but uh, yeah. maybe that was that was maybe one off. I think that that was definitely a one-off. Yeah, I have had other judges coming over and like chatting away to me. Oh, crap! How you doing? I watch your live streams. I love them. Keep them coming. Are you streaming the day? We'll try and get my good side. I can't. You know, a bit of a laugh. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But yeah. sometimes you do get the. There they are. I'll avoid that. You can, guy. you can understand that the world is a different kettle of fish. With oh, um, yeah, totally. The world is it the worlds.co.uk streams on the Friday and yes. brilliant coverage. Absolutely mm-hmm. wonderful. Um, back way back when, whenever I wasn't competing, um, you know, I wasn't over for the world, so that was important for me just to even hear grade one, yeah. And obviously, then the BBC coverage is, is, is fantastic on the Saturday. And I've always sort of been of the opinion of, yeah, leave it for the BBC to do that on the Saturday mm-hmm. and, and let them have that. That is what they're there to film. But there's what nine other arenas <laughs> with no coverage, yeah, you know, right. and that's. For me, that's where place you know I was in the big rab show and other social medias. Mm-hmm. That's where you know if that was drawn up ahead of time, which is the rules are you cannot stream grade one or grade one bands in general. Stay mm-hmm. out of them. But rab show, if you want to take you know arena whatever it is for grade four A, yeah, and yeah. then later on in the afternoon. You want to take arena, whatever for for grade for grade three A, mm-hmm. something like that. You know, we'd happily then do that. And obviously, it, it it you know what people have to realize as well is that you're not doing we're not doing this for money. It doesn't it doesn't pay us? No, not at all. You know, <laughs> it, it 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 really doesn't. All you're doing is trying to further and promote piping and drumming. That's it. Um, and that should be welcomed everywhere. But I understand there's different things at headquarters that they need to work out, but um, you know, we could maybe look at, you know, embracing that sort I think, of I think thing so. going yeah. forward and, and hopefully in time, you know, people will come around and I know that, that it's all to do with making sure that it's there's, you know, things aren't being streamed that shouldn't and, and, yeah. and, and things like that, but, you know, at the end of the day, you say, if you sign an agreement you know, it is, it is an RSPBA competition and, and they do have the rights to, to stop people mm-hmm. I totally understand that and I and again, I know that we sort of touched on it once before in one of the previous podcasts. Solo competitions are a bit different because that's kind of a one-on-one. It is, yeah. It's and, a different and I can respect that maybe we shouldn't be streaming that because yeah. that puts more pressure onto one single person that mm-hmm. this is being broadcast live. And if I mess up here, I'm already nervous doing my service because I know myself. I, I have no issues with it. Because anybody there actually welcome it because at the last solo competition that I did, if it if somebody hadn't been there to record it, nobody would have remembered it other than me, the person recorded it and the judge. Because yeah. there was nobody there to watch it, you know. It's just, <laughs> so yeah, and and it's important to say that we're not making money out of it, it actually costs us money. That's it. To yeah. do this and, and only for the support of the Patreon and with G one being the prime sponsor you know that we can actually bring it 
and Kate and as you remember, if you remember back, was it the Hater Mail episode where, oh, where yeah. we got slated because we weren't able to um, stream a particular band in a particular grade? Yeah, yeah. And then we came in for the criticism that we only talk about grade one. It's all about grade one. We mm-hmm. never discuss the lower grade bands and we never discuss the drum majors. Well, I mean, I've done, what, three, three or four few shows now? Yeah. And I can tell you, yes, I play a hell of a lot of grade one, but that's because there is active recordings of those. There's good yeah. quality recordings. It's hard, it's hard to get. Yeah. So maybe going forward, when we get over this hump of a pandemic, that maybe we can look at that as a whole association, you know, that the worlds could actually be brought more in the line that there was equal of all yeah. the grades. And it's, you know, you know yourself, you want to know who's won grade one. Mm-hmm. Who is the, the, the prime world champions? Do you really, really want to know? Does everybody really want to know who won 4B? It's important when you're in 4B. I was in 4B. And yeah. that was the biggest thing in the world to us. Who came after us? We didn't know. We were already partying that we'd won in grade 4B. And it was a massive feat <laughs> at the time for the band that I was in. We, we you know, that was, that was us winning the worlds. Yeah. And that's sure. And that sometimes gets a wee bit downplayed. And, you know, when you watch the BBC's programs then on it, it's all focused on grade one and there's that nothing is, about uh, anything else. There's not even, you know, who won the other grades. It's sometimes a wee bit disheartening, I think, for the lower graded bands and the drum majors, you know, they very rarely get airtime. So at least we're trying to sort of bring that now into it. I mean, I think we've streamed a few of the, the drum major contests as well now. Mm-hmm. Well, um, well, that's it. We'll, we'll do what we can on the streaming yeah. front, but that was certainly... One of the most challenging moments, I suppose. So I think Streamgate definitely is one of the biggest challenges that we faced on the Big Rab Show. Uh, but Andrew, have you got any particular challenges as being part of the Rab Show team that you want to chat about? Well, just just the actual physics of it in the day. You know, um, hmm. there's 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 a few things going on. Um, I know there's comments about not covering the the lower grades, but that that isn't. There's no and no way by choice. No, um, no I am not. I, I am the live streamer on the day. Yeah. The local, the, uh, like, um, that's assigned to me for, for the most part. And, mm-hmm. uh, well, I we've got a development band and we also got our grade three band. And mm-hmm. I play in both. And that means I'm busy for grade four and grade three, the, the bands, the, the grades that we're in. Yeah. But what, what I actually do is like immediately after playing that I actually hand my pipes to my wife to take her off <laughs> and then I, 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 I park up I try to get a spot and I and just get every band that I can possibly get yeah. um, but on top of that there uh, did you know as well and Rob you know as well like uh, we, we don't we're not the BBC we don't have like a satellite no. <laughs> like uh, van no. out the side or anything like watch a... this space <laughs> but here we're I'm using my phone like my, yeah. my basic phone and and it's great you can get like your phones now 3G 4G whatever but I mean the thing is we're in a forest forest somewhere or beside a mountain up in Newcastle or we're yeah. at the coast in Port Rush where there is very little you know, you'd say even there's per cell uh, uh, reception, phone, phone call yeah, reception yeah. sort of thing, and like uh, you can, you just do your best, and then for the most of the season you're soaked. I remember, yeah. <laughs> like, I remember saying it was maybe my first year live streaming with your Rob, and 
I remember sending you a wee photo. It was an Ennis Gillen. Oh, and there was, yeah. There was actually a puddle in your like, kilt. formed on the kilt yeah. sort of thing. <laughs> it was drenched through, like, uh, just sitting there and the thought of just getting as many bands as I could, like, but. Oh, that's yeah. it. And did you both have good experience of uh, streaming in the rain, mate? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the, the worst one was the uh, Dumbarton last year. And yeah, <laughs> do, do you know what? It wasn't a heavy downpour at all at any point during the day. Hmm. It was the the slow, hazy kind of moist. mist. It was moist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's a perfect word for it. And it they took. I, I drove down on the, in the morning and I drove back up afterwards and it's a good five and a half hours, maybe six, including mm-hmm. like stopping for any breaks or anything. So from Dumbarton up to Liverpool and I was still drenched when I got home. That's bad. It was just, <laughs> Could you not have changed before you left? Well, because I, I wasn't competing that day, I just oh, drove right. down on my own. That's all right. I, I was getting anxiety there that you were traveling in a kilt. Especially when it's wet. Because when that wool gets wet, it just, it, the, the, the stink that comes off a kilt when it's yeah, wet. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> and even, so Aaron, we've had experience of this ourselves, mate, whenever we were live streaming at the UK's last year. Uh, we were on the park. I was live streaming grade one and nature called for me. And yes. I, I had to text you in an emergency saying, Aaron, this is going to start running down my leg here, mate. <laughs> Can you and I, was on the, I was on the far side of, of, of the lake. Yeah. The lake was supposed to be in one part of that park, but actually seemed to have branched into the middle of it all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, from my point of view there, yeah, I had to run up and basically say to her, well, I need to go and relieve Rob for a minute. Yeah. Um, that's so wrong, but you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I, I still can't even say that. <laughs> I, I was in, I, I went to temporarily stand in for you. There you, say. Go. There you um, are. And I've never been so nervous in, in my entire life. I don't know how the three of you do it constantly because nearly everybody's waiting and you just think there is yeah. actually watching this live stream. You're like, oh, if I don't hit record here, they're going to be sitting there going, what's going on? That's uh, it. So, yeah, and uh, obviously, similar. I get in trouble with the boss, you know. I, I left <laughs> four minutes to go to the, the toilet. What happened? <laughs> Sorry, the tripod broke. The phone's over there. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have so, to say that some of the viewing figures we've had on our live stream footage is insane. We've actually had stuff pulled from Facebook because they thought. It was like a, you know, we live streamed one time for an hour and a half. And it was, <clears throat> I think it was whenever we first started, we live streamed at the UK's in Belfast. And we just turned the camera on for grade one and let it run for the whole time. Now we stopped the camera in between bands. But the, the first time we did it, we just turned the camera on and filmed all of grade one start to end. And it was exactly an hour and a half. And it had over 250,000 views. It was insane. Facebook, obviously, in their algorithm, they got this thing's over a quarter of a million views, and it's exactly an hour and a half. Someone has pirated a movie and uploaded it to Facebook, is what their algorithm thinks. So they deleted the video straight away and give us a huge warning. Don't be upright uploading copywritten material. And I said, nah, go back and check the video. It's not a movie. It's a pipe band competition. And then, thankfully, an actual human 
went and watched the video and said, yeah, that's not a movie, and put it back up on the site again. It all happened within the space of 15 minutes. But I don't know, the viewing figures and some of our competition footage that we've got is insane. And I think if anything, it's something possibly our association could maybe look at because whenever you look at some of the feedback they get from their marketing team saying, our, our YouTube channel got 500 views this week. Brilliant. Uh, but some of our live stream videos, we're in the hundreds of thousands of views. Are, you know, and I really think they're missing a trick here. You know, an opportunity to help promote and push our amazing music worldwide. They're, they're really missing a trick, I think. I think, you know, when you look at streaming specifically, hmm. Whenever I looked this year, uh, the only competitive pipe on the leg up to watch and experience this year was the New Zealand Championships. And yes. I, th- I think the coverage um, was brilliant. Um, yeah. and they had the actual personnel on the ground. And that, that must have been very, very, um, it must have been very hard to do because, mm. you know, Tyler Fry is a, a showman. Absolutely, and brilliant at everything he does. And I'm not his coverage about, was. I'm epic. not talking about a tenor drumming, but his <laughs> coverage was fantastic. Yeah, because it brought some life to it. I'm not. That's not to to. <laughs> it's not denouncing anybody else that was involved that day. But one thing is, you know, I I think back and I think that's the sort of person with the the knowledge of pipe bands, uh, and 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 has enthusiasm. A with it. Yeah, you know, and it's so enthusiastic. But it, it added to the performances. It did. Throughout the day. And that's, again, another thing that maybe we're missing a trick in is that you can have, whilst we're waiting, you know, for the 15-minute break here between grades or whatever, so we've got now our roving reporter on the ground who's going to go and hassle some pipe majors, you know, (laughs) whilst they're in final tuning and, and, you know, the scales you get. But, you know, it's personalized because Mm. what what is a pipe band contest? without the pipe bands without the people. people yeah exactly it's, it's, it's not to be it's it's something to be celebrated so yeah streaming is going to be a big way forward and yeah. i think we've proved that this year in general that yeah, you agree. know things are all online now. i mean you know my work we do a lot of conferencing now through through the internet you know it's proved to people now that we're into that age where we can actually utilize what we already had that's it. No. And if anything, guys, full disclosure, for episode 200, we were going to be planning a live event. We were going to be running another charity night, something very similar to episode 100, where we raised money for the music service for Pipes and Drums, and we'll have people come in and play and all that. We're going to do a whole thing. But thank you, global pandemic. That's all knocked on the head. So, yeah, we are now meeting online, I suppose, and giving this. So it's the times we're in. Uh, so, Deej, have you got any particular challenges faced as a Rab Show team member? Um, I was, I was the same uh, as yourself, Rab. Streaming gate. Aye. Uh, that, <laughs> that that was that, like that was coming up to the first time I was doing a live stream. That's for the, that was the, your the first time. That's right. Yeah. So I was on the build wow. up to Paisley. What an introduction! So for <laughs> yeah, like it just and it, like you say, coming to nowhere. So I'd been getting myself all psyched up, like, oh, you know, like this is this is going to go well. Like you're only pushing one button on your phone, but you've still got to pull this off properly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, which I still managed to make a, a dog's dinner of a couple of times, but to the point where it was two or three days before the competition, and we didn't know if we were allowed to go and set up a camera. 
Indeed, I know. And that even on the day, and sometimes, especially here yeah. in Northern Ireland, on the day we had to go to officials on the ground and ask them, look, we haven't had an answer. Can we turn this camera on, yes or no? So, yeah, it was an extremely stressful time. I have to agree with you, Deej. Uh, another one would be the conditions on the day. Not just like the weather and stuff, but the signal as well. Like, yeah. It's so <laughs> difficult. You know, like, yeah. I, I wish we could have a big BBC van that we could sit in and have everything on out of that. That'd be fantastic. But unfortunately, no. And my Samsung S10 is just going to have to do the job at the moment. That's it. I'm going to have to talk to Jocka G1, see if he can hook us up with a broadcast van. Yeah. Aye. <laughs> Coffee maker in the van as well. Yeah. On <laughs> Indeed. So, Aaron, have you had any particular challenges? You're very heavily involved in the graphical work and website development and stuff for ourselves. How have you found things? Yeah, I like to stay in the background, which is quite unique because usually I like to be right in the middle of everything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Not just as as a bass drummer sitting in the middle of a band, um, (laughs) but no, you know, I, I generally like to, I think first, you know, Sorry, I act first and then think second is the way I need no. to put that. Yeah. Sometimes better to beg for forgiveness than beg for permission. <laughs> 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 you know, um, ignorance is bliss and all that. But no, I, I'm happy enough working away in the background. I mean, that's my passions other than pipe bands is, is doing graphical work. I'm by no means qualified. Um, don't don't possess any qualifications in, in it at all. That's just basically self-taught and learnt and, and learn new things every day and the new challenges and and hopefully it, it what it what I can do for the Rab show apart from talking an awful lot is uh <laughs> bring some sort of um what what what's the best way of putting it that, that you know we have an identity yeah uh, a, a the identity was identity. there and we've yeah. we've built on it we've we've changed it and uh, moved it up and made it more colourful and more professional looking because you know we're all professionals. You know, of, co- of course, yes, <laughs> absolutely, yeah, yeah, we're professionals. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's grand. And I suppose really, it's just um, the only challenges I face is is making sure I get things done on time. And you know, it's it's sometimes hard work. You know, yes, I got a year off from the awards show this year, but I remember last year furiously putting videos uh, together that was crazy last year time yeah. and then getting them ready and getting them ready and and then having to listen to the show going out live mm. and only uploading them whenever it was ready so whenever it was announced you know, and, yeah. full, when you've worked at that point and you've worked a full day in your job and you get home quickly get your dinner sorted yeah. and then you know you're straight ready for seven o'clock um you know it, it's it's hard work but hopefully it brings not just to the 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 nominee nominees at that point something to look forward to because to see their face or to see their their name up there but also then it's getting that out to yeah. everybody else and you know a picture paints a thousand words so you know if we can do it um you know if i can do it in the background and and, and push it through then yeah great i can't do the streaming obviously on the days as much as i would gladly help out I maybe wouldn't be the best at it because I was a competing drum major, so I was there eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Dress and all that caper, half ten inspection, then you mm-hmm. go away and then you get through the drum major. As soon as I was finished with that, racing over 
because a low-class Celt was playing in grade two and they were maybe supposed to be on the line at half three, well, that means you have to be there sort of half one mm-hmm. to start. Practice, yeah. I'm not saying that we, we stood for two hours solidly practicing, but you had to be with your band at that point. Mm-hmm. And going into grade one, well, we were supposed to be there this year. So um, good things come to those who wait. Um, <laughs> you know, I have to make the decision, you know, even now with drum majors, whether or not I have the time to do that. You know, if I'm going to hit grade one, I'm going to hit it as a, a, a strict mm-hmm. professional. Again, yeah. you know, I want to give it my all. And it's not just for my benefit, but it's I owe that to my band. So, you know, it's it's hard work. But, uh, you know, I'm happy to lend a hand to anything that we're doing. You know, I will always get involved. That's it, Dave. Um, and so for the folks listening to the podcast right now, if you're looking at your phone screen or your computer screen and you see our little Big Rab Show logo up there, then, yes, that came from Aaron. So thank you, Aaron, for all your graphic stuff, mate. Cheers. All right, so that's our biggest challenges. Now, this is one that's going to be quite difficult for us to answer, although I think it's easy for me because I know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, Our worst episodes and one that we think we should revisit. Now, I've already talked about it on the podcast tons of times. Uh, Of course, it has to be the podcast we've done on sexism, where I made the foolish assumption that sexism doesn't exist in the piping world. And I have been reminded a lot that sexism does exist and me as a white middle-aged male may not have experienced it because i'm the wrong sex to experience sexism so but yeah. that nearly that nearly first of all highlights the issue it does <laughs> so you were showing it live and yeah you know you're entitled to an opinion hmm. and your opinion is valid because you know in where sexism is concerned specifically rob hmm. i don't look at it that that anybody is right or wrong Obviously, I'm not saying that sexism is right, but what I'm saying is that, that if people have an actual view on it and have looked at things and made, um, you know, made a judgment on it, that's good to bring it. Um, that's it. Everybody has their own story. I don't yeah. think you need to be so self-critical that you you made a mistake. What yeah. you've done is you actually opened the conversation further, that's and now it. you have educated. So really, in the end of it all, um, you actually know more about it now than what you did previously because totally. you brought it with the normal opinion that most people seem to share and you yeah. then were able to highlight that. So, yeah, I, I, so bring I think in, you know, you've, I've heard you said many times, you know, we'll have to revisit that. And I think, yeah, yeah. we will, because we will, I think this time then you'll be able to bring more to it. hundred percent. And the reason we haven't brought it this far is because, you know, we're doing our homework. I think before we present the episode again, we're making sure that we get it right. So, there you go. Uh, so, guys, have any of you any of worst episodes of the Rab Show podcast? Be brutal. <laughs> Rab, I've, I've enjoyed every one since 1 ah, to 200. Ah, no, you haven't. There's about the bit one. Every single one. I never missed one. Wow. There you go. That's impressive, too, at the same time. There you go. Um, but no, so you guys haven't got any one that you think that's ah, a bit crap. We can maybe do it a bit better. No, I'm I'm the same as Andrew. Um, like again, I've listened to everyone. Hmm. Um, are there topics like you say we could go back and look at and go into a bit further? Yeah, hundred percent. That's always going to be the case. That's it. Um, because yeah. new things happen, and there's always developments in and. In, in, in life so yeah we could go back but 
I think you, there is case to argue, you know, right at the start when it was fresh, you know, episodes one, two, three, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, you've done radio shows, but you've never done podcasts before. It was that's no, that's it different. Exactly. So mm. yeah, like I wouldn't say there was a particularly bad one. So like Aaron says you've you've learned, like you, you you criticize yourself for the sexism one, but yeah. you've learned from that. So you now know more about it. That's true. So that, yeah, that, that, and that's, that, that yeah. can be nearly brought across nearly all the topics mm. that have come over the the last one hundred and ninety nine episodes. You know, there's been such um, there's been it's the the, the content is so varied. You know, yeah. one way it is the latest news. I mean, there was the ones on the headquarters redevelopment, which we. Yeah, <laughs> as much on that as we could. Um, yeah, so that was a big one. And yes, lessons we move on because the situation was fluid. Other ones, you know, where you've got the interview ones, where that's the topic of the week, and it's all about an interview. Those are important. Covering the events, you know, the coverage of the Belfast International Tattoo, hmm. you know, yeah, speaking to people on the ground and that because it's not all just about competitive piping. No. There are other parts. There is other parts to this pipe band world, and um, now we're starting to see branching off into that. That's 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 what I think is good. And as as Deej said, yeah. we're learning each time. Um, and as things go on, you learn different things, and we can then maybe look at a topic again. Not to say that the one that went before was wrong or yeah. that, that was bad. We need to redo that. We Just, have actually got to say we need to build on it. And further and I, develop it, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. it's all a learning curve. That's it, indeed. I think now that we're sitting at two hundred episodes, we're in a much healthier place than when we were when we were sitting with uh, you know two episodes or something. You know, where yeah. I was still sort of learning how all the buttons work. So <laughs> we're in a more healthier position now at episode two hundred than we were coming up to episode one hundred. That's true. Yeah, I was going to say that too. You know, and through those two hundred episodes, we've learned a lot. We know how to do it right. But we also know how all the pitfalls and stuffs and what to avoid, so definitely. So I think we'll move on then to our final question then, lads. Uh, I'll let you all go because thank you for sticking with us for this point. <laughs> well, where do you guys see the future of the Big Rab Show podcast rolling forward? Big Rab Show TV show. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think you, you need, to, need to take... Who, who's it to hear? The Mr. Nolan's shop. Uh, oh show. no! Take, yeah, take him for him. Big Stevie like, Nolan. All piping, all piping. None of that nonsense. Oh no, no, no politics. No, definitely not. No, but yeah, I like get Richard had... Parks on the screen. Oh, wouldn't that be good? Yeah, and Terry Tully and all, all here, hey. all of them. Every pipe major, everywhere. That'd be brilliant. Do you know, it's Every something that we major. we have been developing a little bit as our YouTube channel. This the this year actually has been the launch of the Rab Show YouTube channel. And it's really went quite well. Like we've hit over a thousand subs now and things are really developing on the YouTube front. So Rab Show TV. <laughs> it happened. I don't know. Did you see my face on the telly? I watched those videos of me doing the talking. I'm like, shut up, Rab, put the music on. <laughs> but, you know, with, with time now as, as the, the podcast and, and the few show, uh, the development that we've had hmm. over 200 episodes, you know, YouTube has been developed in that period. Yeah. Facebook has been developed, you know, before 2020. Zoom was an airline to me. It wasn't a, 
<laughs> you know that's it. Yeah. I don't even know. There maybe Zoom Zoom Airlines maybe went bust, but you know Zoom is now sort of. Uh, name. Zoom is, oh, is the actual, the word of twenty twenty. Apart mm-hmm. from coronavirus, but the other one that goes with it is is Zoom. <laughs> you know what yeah. do you remember twenty twenty as? Coronavirus, social distancing, and Zoom. And Zoom. Um, <laughs> and the election that never ended. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> not even over yet. Um, but, you know, it's important to realise that yeah, the sky is the limit, and yeah. hopefully, with everybody's support, because it only works with the support of of the listeners. Yeah, hundred you know, percent. You're never going to please everybody, but you know when you can sit back and actually look at certain personalities within the pipe bound world that endorse the show and, and think it's a good idea. It's, it's, it's doing things that people want to listen to. Yes, you're never going to please them. You know, there's certain people who are saying, oh, that again, that's a bit boring this week. <laughs> there you go. That's just life. You know, you're never going to find that, you know, the news isn't always exciting. No. But sometimes it. it's really exciting that you have to watch it because mm. it's like, oh, something's going on. And I've watched CNN more in the last two days than I've ever watched it in my life. <laughs> you know, just because yeah. I was interested in the U.S. elections, it's just it was like a soap opera. But yeah, I don't have an opinion on it, but I'm still interested to watch it. That's it. Um, so folks tune into the Rab Show in the same way. If something controversial happens in the piping world, I notice a jump in download figures, especially if we're talking about okay. it. See we'll that have whole... to start recruiting pundits. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so it'll it. just be you know back to the studio to talk about the world's. And we're joined in the studio today by our two pundits, and that would be absolutely brilliant. That's me and Andy because there. people would definitely, <laughs> people would definitely tune in to watch that because it's the same as you watch. You know, you, you get the highlights, but you actually get an opinion. Yeah, we've yeah. watched the highlights program that the BBC produces, and I'm not dissing it in any way. It's great. It's a great show, and they obviously put that together mm. um, through BBC Scotland. But there's no conversation. You're not yeah, speaking to people on the ground. The best part of it, I find, watching that show is an interview with 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 Bob Warrell at the yeah, end. That's you right. Get, you yeah. know, you get three minutes with him at the end, and it's like he's the guy that I want to listen to the whole day yeah. because he knows what he's talking about, <laughs> yeah. and he's got a personality, and he's got he's got you know he's got an acumen, and you know he knows what he's talking about. So he is a great person to provide you with commentary. And opinion, and it's yeah. great to hear it. So maybe more of that is what we need. So I don't know. Maybe have to try and sign Bob up. Hey, right, there you go, Bob. If you're listening, mate, you can be a honorary Big Rab Show team member, mate. There you go. Yeah. So, DJ, what about yourself, pal? What do you? What way do you see the future of the Big Rab Show podcast? I've I've been because th- you gave us a, a little bit of heads up about this, and this is the one question that absolutely stumped me. <laughs> like obviously, like, and I don't mean that in a negative way. Like obviously, I do want it to grow and continue and flourish. But this this year has proven to us that it's been difficult. You know, we've had no season to talk about. Granted, there has been other developments, hmm. just about every second week. Yeah. <laughs> um, since last November, but it's been very, yeah, it's it's been very limiting. That's it. It's challenging. And there has been yeah. there has been the occasional weeks where you've you've you know sent us all a message and saying, right guys, what, what are we going to do next week? 
Yeah, there's there's stories we can report on, but there's no there's no big content that we can. Yeah, there's no big topic for the week, and there has been things like that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, So just kind of looking at making sure we're not in that shortfall. That's it. I mean, we've we've done well so far, but yeah. yeah. Rolling into 2021, we could definitely see that challenge where we're trying to think, well, what are we going to talk about this week? Well, I, 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 you know, rolling into 2021, you know, there's limited content with things happening at the moment. Mm. Hopefully that will change. We've all got our fingers crossed. But in the interim, this has given us opportunities to look at other things that we can bring. Yeah. In the same way that if we don't have competitive piping next summer, this year was different. It all sort of happened and we were taken aback. But we're able to build for next year. And if we don't get a competitive season, but if that's out of the question, well, we have to look at other avenues of bands. What can we do? That's so it, yeah. as a Rab Show team, we need to look at other ideas. And the best way of doing that is to to, to look to the listeners. And, and the more listener involvement, the better. I mean, it is yeah. a show for the bagpiping folk. But... Yeah. You know, it's not us talking at them all the time. It, it it can be that we bring more people involved. And obviously, it's always been an open door with yourself, Rob. You know, anybody who wants to be involved or, mm-hmm. or sit down and do an interview or, or whatever, you've always welcomed them. Yeah. And I think we'll probably end on that note. And I think that's 100% correct. Um, I did want to finish this week's episode, episode 200, to say that the show would be nothing without the folks uh, supporting us on Patreon, as well as the folks who tune in every week. Honestly, as you said, Aaron, we are the show for the bagpiping folk. And if the bagpiping folk aren't downloading it, they aren't listening to it, then what's the point? And I have to say, 200 episodes is here. Thanks to everyone tuning in every week and enjoying the show. Don't forget, you can email us if you enjoyed this week's episode or enjoyed any of our 200 episodes. Email us, bigrabshow at gmail. Dot com. Don't forget to go and support us on Patreon as well. We've got tons of great stuff up there on Patreon. Andrew, you can testify to that, mate. There's tons of stuff back there. Uh- <laughs> I have a right, right couple of things on it, like. We've been quite busy over there on Patreon. <laughs> There's a few things over there. That's the most Irish answer I've ever heard, yeah. <laughs> and don't forget about the weekly drone. Yeah, the Weekly Drone. We're really enjoying Weekly Drone, uh, which is brilliant. And uh, Aaron, I have to say, man, it's through your delivery as well. Controlled anger. It's fantastic. Well, here's hoping that I can do it justice, (laughs) but get the stories in, folks. Everybody wants to talk. Fire it through. Just go online to bigrabshow.com and click the button. Send the stories through and we'll get you on. That's it, indeed. And every story is totally anonymous, so have at it. You know, do what do your worst, as they say. So, to the from the Big Rab Show team, I have to say a huge, huge thank you to everyone who's ever downloaded an episode. If you enjoyed this week, like I said, share it with your mates, tell them about our show. Tell, hey, did you hear the Rab Show? Go and give it a listen. It's not bad. <laughs> and lads, from my from myself, can I say a very personal thank you for all of your continued hard work and everything. I think you guys don't really get half the credit you deserve because the amount of work you guys do behind the scenes is insane sometimes. So from me, a huge thank you to all of you uh, for working away busily behind the scenes. Thank you very much. So it's at this point in the show that we think that we've kept the best to last. Yes, 
obviously this being episode 200, this is a huge milestone for ourselves and the Big Rab Show team. And uh, yeah, someone out there in the bagpiping world has done something really quite special to help us mark this occasion. Bagpiper and composer extraordinaire, Mr. Lincoln Hilton. Yeah, you might know that name, of course, from modernpiping.com. Lincoln Hilton has composed a tune for us all on the Big Rab Show team called Big Rab's 200th. And uh, guys, I've had a listen to this and it's absolutely incredible. And uh, obviously, as well as Lincoln, uh, com- obviously playing and performing the piece, he also has Stephen Shedden as well. <laughs> Which is so Stephen's on there playing a, a real amazing drum score to what is a brand new tune from Lincoln Hilton called Big Rab's 200th. And guys, it honestly blew me away when I first listened to this. And I d- have to admit, I had a tear in my eye when I first listened to this. It's simply incredible. It's an amazing piece of music from one of the forefront guys from the modern piping scene. Yeah, to be able to compose such a piece of music like this, it's just amazing. So, without further ado, here is Lincoln Hilton and Stephen Shedden with Big Rab's 200th. Didn't I tell you, we kept the best till last. What did you guys think of that tune? I'm sure you can all email us in about that. BigRabShow at gmail.com. And I have to say a huge, huge thank you to Lincoln Hilton and to Stephen Shedden as well uh, for producing that incredible performance there. And that, yeah, I'm actually addicted to this tune. I've been playing it since we received it like crazy. It's mad. So that's Big Rab's 200th. Now, I know people's going to ask for sheet music and stuff and all the rest. And yeah, we hopefully will get in contact for Lincoln and Stephen as well to see if we can get the actual sheet music. So you guys out there could play your own version of Big Rab's 200th. Uh, Yeah, what an amazing tune. Uh, So there you go. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Didn't I tell you we kept the best to last? (laughs) All right, so that's it for 200 episodes. And uh, yeah, next week, I'm never coming back. That's the end of the podcast. I'll see you as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course. We'll be right back here again for another Big Rab Show podcast. So until then, folks, we'll see you all again. All the best. Wow. 
Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, including our two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out TheBigRabShow.com to be kept up to date on all the latest news and views from around the piping world. Plus, of course, check us out on Patreon and become part of the Patreon faithful. For just $5 a month, get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness. So until next week, folks, we'll see you right here on The Big Rab Show Podcast. All the best.